1: Welcome to Off the Bench with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews for the best cat equipment parts and service. Hastings Steering, your advantage.
0: Yeah, welcome to Off the Bench. Friday, the weekend just around the corner. Another weekend of chores and self isolation. Scotty Sattler, welcome to Off the Bench.
2: Thank you very much, Jason. Also, listeners, uh, it's been a it's been a weird week again, hasn't it? Um, it's only been eleven days since. Ten or eleven days since our last game of rugby league, but it feels like so much longer. It feels like three or four weeks we've been without the game. It's, but um, you know there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We're thinking, but the week that's just gone, it's been a really strange oh, week. It's we been crazy. we sort of wake up every morning, Jace, don't we, and and listeners, and we Not wonder the same place is there, <laughs> We wonder is there is there going to be anything to talk about? But there oh. invariably is plenty to talk about still in the world of sport.
0: Yeah, there are. And uh, one thing we did say to each other on Monday, which I, I promise I'd never repeat, but I feel like I have to now, was that we actually came into work and said, how good was that weekend? I've got stuff done. Mm. Good spending time with the kids and the, and the wife and My all that. My son
2: texted me today and said, Dad, do you want me to do some painting around the house? I what? said, What? He goes, well, I know that you want me to do some paint, or someone wants to do some painting, so I'll do it for you. I said, well, okay, I'll pay you for it. He goes, no, you don't have to pay me for it. See? See what this is doing? It's bringing yeah. everyone closer together. <laughs>
0: Does Jack know how to um, unlock a door that's been locked accidentally? We've pulled our toilet out to do some tiling. Yeah. And one of the kids locked the toilet door. Oh, now so you can't get into the can't room. Can't get into it. <laughs> so where are you squatting at the moment? I'm oh, Just on the lawn. <laughs> Again, families that squat that's together. It's, it's, it's no different any other week anyway. That's right. Yeah. Let's do this.
1: time on Off the Bench to look back on the news of the week upset the cat and dog though because they're a little bit confused.
0: <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All right, uh, news of the week: uh, reports continuing to emerge that the comp will be placed in Sydney uh, at Homebush Sats. In fact, there's two different reports out. Where are these games going to be played if this does happen?
2: Yeah, well, we are starting to see some some information started to filter out, and again, it's all speculative at the moment. It's all hearsay, but it's it's starting to um, it's starting to to unearth a little bit more frequently than it has in the past, hasn't it? And yeah. the one report we are hearing is that um, it's all going to be revolved around New Zealand. Of course, New, New South Wales, for more reports, have, have got a, a, a few re- more relaxed uh, sanctions compared to the other states when it comes to congregating in large groups and sports and racing, of course, and um, even, has been even other sports,
0: such as uh, like my daughter plays tennis in Queensland, can't yep. play tennis. And New South Wales have just relaxed that again now going why can't two people hit a tennis ball. Yeah, okay. What so about, well, stuff like that and golf clubs are reopening now in New South Wales. But
2: tennis balls you got to pick up the tennis ball the other person may have touched for serving club. whatever it may be. We're yeah. A club. Okay, yeah. So um in saying that uh, from a rugby league perspective it's all revolved around New Zealand. How do we get New Zealand back into the country? We've got to isolate them for 2 weeks and then they can start their regular activities when it comes to preparing for rugby league. So it's all built around New Zealand. Now, we're hearing that all teams may be called into some sort of isolation, whether it's Homebush or your report is whether it's possibly Central Coast. Yeah, or the
0: sports in, uh, Institute of Sport in Canberra. In Canberra. We'll, which has got great training. See, they could be called into their SATs. They could do their pre-season at the Institute of Sport, then go to a compound where they base themselves to play games because all the facilities are in Canberra, mate. All the facilities
2: for 16 teams to share gymnasiums absolutely. field time all those areas absolutely I, not. I think what they're trying to alleviate the NRL and again from uh, my sources have told me they're trying to alleviate as little to no flights that they have to try and but
0: mate, it's only a three hour drive from Sydney yeah
2: it is it is but um, but we're hearing that maybe Sunday June 14 maybe the date that all teams are brought into some form of isolation. And uh, all in the one
0: area. Well, I've, I've seen other reports this morning. I don't know what to believe that as early as next month in in May.
2: Well, we, we do know the NRL have been doing everything they can to get it up and running in the next four to six weeks. We're hearing today also um, and reading on Fox Sports that look looks as though they have taken on a new pandemic expert. Uh, there are some reports that they may, may have thought that the competition may have ended too early. Now, Todd Greenberg and Peter Valandis and the NRL, the ARL commission, I should say, were the ones that came to the conclusion that the competition should stop. It wasn't the government. It was from their own own advice they were taking from their own pandemic experts. So uh, they're confident that that they can get the competition up sooner rather than later. Now, um, the June 14 option is bring everyone in on the Sunday night, during the Sunday, New, New Zealand included, a two and a half week preparation. We've had some coaches that have said, we only need two weeks. If we get the team together, well, we need one two has, weeks. One has. Well, there's Robert, been a couple of them now. And, have they? And we've spoken to Mitch Pearce throughout the week who, who said that he probably thinks a month is probably… Yeah, four to six weeks, I think yeah. he said, didn't you? But if everyone's coming from a level playing field and everyone's yeah. doing
0: their own training at home… The only thing is injuries, mate. It is, those but injuries are part injuries. of the game. How yeah, can you minimise those? Impact. Touch footy? Yeah,
2: well, it'd be, it'd be a lot more soft tissue injuries if in right. the early parts of the competition. Two and a half, half week preparation and then round three will kick off on Thursday night, 2nd of July. Now, games will be played around uh, Homebush, ANZ, of course, Penrith and Bank West. Yep. Uh, that is one option that the NRL are apparently looking at at the moment.
0: Well, mate, either way, the NRL are looking at putting their players into a bubble.
3: It's not really a bubble. <laughs> A lot of people think it's an igloo, but it's really just a plastic divider.
4: Can you uh, go in the bubble?
3: Well, you have to put so many things on because of the germs.
4: The gloves, the mask, it's a whole production. So then he makes his own bed?
3: Well, that's one of the things we fight about. Would you like to meet him? Uh, well, you know... Oh, uh, he loves games. Maybe you could play Trivial Pursuit with him. Hey, Ma! What the hell do I gotta do to get some food around here? I'm starving, and the peanut butter I'm
0: gonna shove it in your face. Yes, the the boy in the bubble episode from Seinfeld, which I still haven't seen, by the way, but you love. Oh. The other thing I want to quickly say to wrap up on these <laughs> on these stories going around this morning about the NRL's return, I would not be surprised if the players do come back next month because there is two weeks isolation included yes. in that as well. If the stories coming out of the AFL yesterday are true that they want to start June 1- So you think it becomes a code war? Absolutely. I mean, if you're the only sport playing, basically apart from Russian ping pong, in the world and horse racing, Mm. I'm telling you, mate, it's a race to be first. ESPN. Absolutely. Yeah. And you've got American audiences waiting for any sort of sport. So uh, watch this space. Now, the new payment deal came out last night, Sats, with the NRL Players Association and the NRL. They've struck an agreement.
2: Yeah, it's, which is great to see. And struck an ad- agreement basically in the space of, well, there's been conversation going on for the last week. Clint Newton, I'll, I'll take my hat off to him. A tremendous yep. guy off the field, Clinton Newton.
0: I didn't uh, know he was Jack Newton's son until today. Are you serious? Yeah,
2: I did not know. Yeah, that. former Newcastle player, yep. won a premiership with Melbourne, and the, the one man who actually dropped Jennifer Hawkins because he wanted to concentrate on his footy career, she wanted to become Miss Universe. So um, he, he hasn't made out? some great decisions in his life, but one decision he has made that has been a very good one uh, for the rights of the rugby league players is the deal that has been struck now it is very convoluted. We're not going to try and uh, bore you with figures um, as you sit there listening to the show, but uh, there has been nearly twenty-five million dollars in player payments that's been secured. Uh, there has been additional revenue that's going to be added up to twenty-nine, just under thirty percent of any additional revenue that gets that gets received by the NRL. So anything they've got now, anything that gets introduced, which is actually a really good position for the for the playing group because. When the game eventually kicks off, I feel as though there is going to be a flood of commercial partners that yep. want to be involved in sport because we've been we've been starved of it. And I yep. think we're going to appreciate what involvement we have in the game even more so, whether you're in the media, whether you're a fan, official, and a player as well. So, yeah, just under 30% of any additional net revenues that come into the NRL, I still believe, and I still believe there needs to be some player behavioural um, Clauses put into that if players misbehave for whatever reason, based on a scaling, based on a scale, I feel as though that can be affected. Um, I think that keeps the players. I think it gives them ownership, but also they have to be a little bit more responsible about their thought process about not only hurting yourself, but you're hurting the rest of the playing group as well. You're
0: hurting the game, absolutely. We're well, hurting the game anyway, but then. But this is even more important now. I mean, it's important, but it's another level. Do you know? Do you know if
2: you're a player and if there's a if there's a stage of any part of your career when you've got the rest of the competition they all turn around, they all turn around and they're staring just at you mm. because you have affected them financially through this 29.5% of any additional revenue that comes into the comp. I feel as though that, you know what, you make some smarter
0: decisions overall. And it's even highlighted more at the moment because there's not a lot going on.
2: Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, there's been a, uh, a lot of... A lot of clauses uh, that the RLPA and the NRL have put forward that have all been agreed to, and it's it's just for the betterment of the game.
0: So I have no doubt in, those me- in that meeting that went on yesterday between the NRL and the RLPA, there's no doubt that the game returning and what their plans are for the game to return help the players decide that they won't take uh, five months' pay if there's no game. So I reckon they're... Quietly confident along with the NRL because they would have had to put everything on the table. I think you're right. Part of that would have been, guys, I reckon we're kick starting in June, July. We've got this advice. We brought these other people back. But we on can't board.
2: do it until we get this sorted out.
0: And 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 I heard Todd Greenberg say that uh, yesterday, last night. He said that we had to get this sorted first now to go to now let's get Wayne Pierce and crew to get us a start date. And this is we're gonna give them the best people available. And we're starting to see that today.
2: Yeah, it's and, a good point you make.
0: It's all part of really good mediation. Absolutely. Mm. And I think the other part of it is the 440 staff that are sitting at head office. Look, I'm not saying they don't deserve a job, but guys, look at business in the real world now. Everyone's multitasking in roles. We do it here with our jobs. Um, Everyone's got to start looking at it now and be smarter. you 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 don't have to fly to meetings. Get on Teams, Microsoft Teams. Get on Skype cut as many costs as you possibly can and and mate, they could I think it was mentioned last week that's they could drop 50 yeah. percent of the staff at the NRL well, they could and
2: that, that's saying that now but I mean in the NRL's defense the, the grow the game has grown exponentially based on the the broadcasting deal but at a um, half
0: a million dollars a day so yeah that's,
2: I, I I get that that's irresponsible I, I, I get that but the game has grown at a, at a furious rate to the point where we've got all these other other areas of, of rugby league that have been introduced. We've got welfare has taken a huge priority. The, the huge Polynesian influence as well. So there's got to be a department around that. Then you've got NRL. A department or person? No, no, you, you do. You've got to have an overall department. because but How many people
0: in a department Because Two? Well, I don't
2: know. No, but, 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 no you but, but, need more but, but, than but that the because, is- because the amount of players, Polynesian influence, that play in our game, you need a department that understands... First and foremost, the culture, then outlining systems around that culture as well. Now, I'm not saying that needs to be 50 to 100 people. And but, I'm
0: not having a crack at that department, by No, the absolutely Just... you're not. But, but
2: you've got NRL Women's as well. That, yep. that is only going to grow even more, which means you need to put more employees on. I agree that 440 is probably okay, over the top. Di- Mate, way over the top. Over the top. And I'd like to compare that to other major bodies, other um, like your, your AFL and... Uh, like you you wouldn't compare the A-League, but like the Australian cricket as well, their office, how, how, much, how many are they running with uh, operationally each day mm-hmm. to get uh, the games on the field each and every week? But what we do know is, is that um, this agreement has been won for the betterment of the game. And what I can say to listeners out there who think that rugby league players can be very selfish, and they are very selfish. I used to be one of them, and I, I believe I was selfish at times as well. You do live in that. Hear, hear. That 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 bubble, like the audio you just played. But what I can say to the listeners that reading through the the fine, uh, the fine, the finer details of, of this agreement, the players aren't being greedy.
0: I I, I applaud the players. I really do. Um, I just want to see the NRL get their uh, get their you know what together now, and uh, they're going to have to work at a bare minimum to to save the game. That's what they have to do. And Todd Greenberg's agreed to take the same pay cut as the players. Um, but I'd like to see the NRL Commission do the same as well. I mean, we're all in this together, right? You know, everyone's taking hits at the moment, broadcasters, everybody. So I think it's I'm, f- I'm
2: okay with upper management not taking the exact same pay cut.
0: Well, I think they should because if you want to be united arm in arm and stand there with probably the key stakeholders of the games, apart from the fans, are the players, okay. mate.
2: I'll, I'll throw something at you. Um, Badge and I, have, we've taken a, a a pretty hefty pay cut. And we're accept it. We accept that because for the good of the company. Yeah. Now, if if our bosses for this company uh, were were taking a pay cut, but it wasn't the same as us, mm. I'm happy with that because I know that they are doing everything possible. They are working twelve and fourteen hour days to make sure that this product and this brand gets back to its its regular service. So I'm I'm okay yep. with that. And yep. it's no different. I that's my view in the NRL that if the players are taking X amount and your upper management, who are working day and night to try and get the competition up and running again, are taking Y amount, but they are taking some cut. Mm. I'm happy with that. I'm okay with that.
0: The difference is though, mate. That's not publicised. The thing is, this is public, and that's the thing when you when you sign on to run rugby league or play rugby league, you're mm. in the spotlight. And I think that's the difference, mate. You know, and uh, I, I, there's a big difference between that. And I guess corporate Australia mm. because it's not in the in the spotlight. And as a fan, I'm talking purely as a fan, mate. If we're asking our heroes and the stars of the game to, to cop a pay cut and they're doing it for the better of the game, not 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 for themselves, not for anyone else but the game, I would like to see the rest of the management. I'm not talking about the staff that are on smaller salaries, but the rest of the senior management. At the NRL do the same because you know what the fans will go. Good on you. You're doing it oh, for yeah. us. I, I, That's the I, reason.
2: I like to see them take a pay. It's cut, not a jealousy thing. But I don't. I don't want to see see them have to. Be forced to take the same pain cut,
0: but anyway. Okay, now we'll, we'll debate this another day. <laughs> uh, a couple of Bulldogs players delisted this week. Geez, this has gone quite. This one, for obvious reasons. Yeah, it's
2: it flown under the radar a little bit. I think uh, the two players, Jade Knockemboar and Corey were nora they would have, they would have, I think, welcomed the current crisis at the moment. So they are yes. not front and centre, but they were front and centre again this week. Of course, delisted after that involvement in Port Macquarie, before that final trial, which involved two schoolgirls who were of legal age. They didn't break any. Any rules from a a legality point of view, but they broke a code of conduct which was internally with the Bulldogs, but most notably uh, community standards, mate, with the rugby league as well. Yeah, Yeah, there is a moral code that, mate, we we talked about this during the week, and I
0: totally there's a big difference between NRL community standards and community standards. Mm. And whilst they didn't break the law, they just did something that is totally wrong. And they're going to be wiped out, what, delisted for perhaps a well, year? deregistered. They didn't haven't really put for a year? time
2: period at the moment. I, I think they won't play this season, but they'll be okay to be to be signed by another club, you would think, for 2021.
0: Now, no. You don't think so? No, i tell you why. I even thought about this more after we had our argument on air the other night. It's possible. But they need to prove that they've changed first. And I can't just see that changing in... Five six months time. But how mate? do you
2: prove that you've changed that you're attracted to the opposite
0: sex? No, no, come on, mate. We're not talking about just the opposite sex here. We're talking about teenage. Okay, girls, what
2: about Mike Acevo, sex- who was charged in Fiji for some sort of? you Are know, you going to say assault with some? Yeah, but he's only been charged. Yeah, he's only been charged, yeah. but he's been charged to right. face a court of law in Fiji. Right. Yet he was allowed to play round one, round two. These again, guys these again, guys have not broken a law yeah, and yeah, they've but, but, breached but, but, a code of
0: conduct. But, but but no 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 they've breached They've breached more than just a code of conduct in the NRL. The NRL is not all about common decency. We're talking about we're talking about everyday people. If I so worked you're saying if I worked alongside They've broken someone,
2: an internal law and they've been found guilty of it, as opposed to being I I'm, so, I'm I'm siding about a moral well I'm siding with you here. what decision, I'm saying mate. is they made Mike Acevo has, has been alleged to have broken the law yeah, but he's, he's innocent until found guilty Exactly mate. Okay. so you're saying they've broken an internal code of conduct a law where yeah. they've been found guilty yeah, of already
0: Yeah yeah absolutely but morally in society you don't do that mate you just don't do that it, it, like, they could have probably anyone they want mate um but you don't go there. you don't go to a school and then you know, do what they did. But the thing is, um, they need to go through some sort of counselling, and they need to prove to us counselling. Really? Well, mate, what's going to stop them from doing it again? Yeah, I, I, but but, mate, again, man, I agree. I agree. They probably need deserve to be deregistered. Would you like to work next to someone like that in your business? If you found out someone in your business yeah. did exactly the same thing, would you keep them on?
2: But from reports, Corey, yeah,
0: but would you? Yeah, I would. Oh, I disagree because with
2: they didn't Because they didn't break a law. It doesn't matter, but, though. And, and if, it's not a, if it's not a code of conduct internally in my place of work... Well, most places it is. So, Corey Harunora met one of the female partners who was of legal age, apparently I understand all that. in her place of work.
0: Um, can I change the subject? <laughs> yeah, go all for right. it. Because something lighter, and we've only got about a minute on this, Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Hindmarsh has been voted the greatest player to never win a GF. Can you believe this? Can you believe, and I'll tell you the other names on the list, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is a poll on the NRL website yeah. last week. And he's won this up against Wayne Pearce, who came second. Stacey Jones, probably the greatest Kiwi player ever, right? Uh, the late great Steve Rogers and Andrew Eddinghausen. He has beaten all them. What What the hell? Yeah, I mean,
2: Hind is a good player. He played more than 300 first grade games, which you don't, play more than 300 first grade games if you if you're an ordinary player so would
0: you put Nathan Hindmarsh above Wayne Pearce, Stacy Jones, ET and Steve Rogers? Uh come on. Man. No, no I wouldn't no I wouldn't. I would A good player but not the best ever, not to win a grand not final Nobody puts someone like
2: Andrew Eddinghausen or Wayne Pearce up there, you know, Stacy Jones. The
0: greatest player from New Zealand ever.
2: Do you th- do you think because Nathan Hindmarsh is he's current
0: Absolutely, It's because he's on Fox Sports And do you think every- a lot of
2: people have voted this because everyone does take the P155 out of yeah, him without yeah. never winning one?
0: And I think it's one of those, well, let's do this to stuff up the vote. Mm. You know, it's an anti-vote. Anyway, <laughs> that's the latest. More off the bench to come after this, uh, including um, a chat we had with Marnus Labashain during the week, which is a really good chat. Great kid. He's yeah. just a run-scoring machine he's and a fresh, great person. And wait for the bit where he welcomes us to the <laughs> See the interview at the start. Remember that. And he's not scarred. He's not scarred oh. by
2: the the, uh, the the lights of of stardom.
0: Wait for though the question that should never have happened from Sats, where he asked him about his love affair with Steve Smith. More off the bench to come for the best cat equipment parts and service. It's Hastings Deering, your advantage.
1: You're listening to Off the Bench for the best cat equipment parts and service. Hastings Deering, your advantage. We're back. This is Off the Bench for Bob Jane T mars tyre and wheel specialists, and for the best cat equipment, parts and service, Hastings Steering, your advantage.
0: Yeah, welcome back to Off the Bench, Sats and Jace here this afternoon. Uh, Time to get into this. Hot topic
2: time on Off the Bench. Get connected with Southern Phone. Amazing new mobile SIM deals are available now from Southern Phone.
0: Yeah, mate, time for our Hot Topic here, Sats on Off The Bench. Thanks to Southern Phone. Great to have uh, these guys on board with us uh, this week. Righto. Um, but, uh, Sats, I'm going to put this to you. Are members entitled to a refund if there's no footy in the AFL or NRL? Uh, it's probably...
2: Uh, it's been a, a real sticky point, hasn't it, for the AFL this week? Probably most notably Eddie McGuire, hasn't it? The chairman of, of Collingwood and uh, he was put under a fair bit of pressure this week from Tony Jones from Channel 9, Caroline Wilson as well, where the question was asked to Eddie and you, make, you can make a decision on whether he actually answers the question or not. But the question basically revolved around if I'm a member, I come to you and I say, listen, I've got financial hardship. Yep. I want my membership money back. Are you going to give it back to me as a, as a club? And this is how Eddie Maguire answered the question from Caroline Wilson. <laughs>
4: If you have no money, of course we'll look after you. So, but why you didn't have, you answer the question when people so asked you? I couldn't get it away. I couldn't get it away. We asked it three times and you never actually said, yes, of course we'll give the money back. I said it three times. There was an edit in there, Caro, right? There was an edit in that that bit. But the point was, I, think I, I wanted to set, set up the scene, right? I'll tell you what, if I said, right, ring tomorrow, we'll give all your money back, that's fine because we won't have to worry about having a show next week. There'll be no football. Come, no, on, give us a small Well, Cara. No,
3: boo hoo for the people who, yeah. who actually it's all seriously no can't responsibility
4: can't... in the media. We can say anything we like and then. People have to mop no, up the message. No, it's
3: irresponsible to say that there are a lot of people genuinely hurting who need their membership money back.
4: You're not going to get a oh the, the last line there, which is a nice little bon mot that was nicely uh, you know scripted ahead of time to make us look bad. I tell you what, we're all in it together. We are. Everybody is working hard. We want our members, our supporters, to get through this as much as we possibly can. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? Some clubs aren't doing because we don't know yet, Caro. We don't know whether we're going to have a membership to get away this year. We don't know if this year's gone. We don't have. She's gone.
0: Yeah, good point by Eddie, but I also think um would have been better if you just answered the question. Well, what,
2: what she was alluding to was a previous interview where he was apparently asked on a number of occasions and he wouldn't just come out and say, if you want your money back, we'll give it to you. He did answer it in that interview with Carolyn Wilson. We heard the very first line, of course, if you need your money back, we'll give it to you. And But you are right, is the last comment there where he says, we don't know what's going to go on. And for more reports... We're going to see footy sooner rather than later, which means I think a lot of people who may be f- suffering financial hardship, they may see the footy as their escape
0: yeah. back well, into can't reality. not go to it, though. If the game starts again, Yeah, you're still, right. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Go. Yeah. So I'm, I'm of the belief, give the money back if people are are, are suffering hardship. Um, and if they're not, some people will just be happy to keep their money there. In fact, in we, spoke, we mm. spoke to Shane Richardson, uh, the former football general manager from South last week, and he actually said, we've got members ringing us, offering us to pay our membership for next year up front. So I think there's two sides to it. So. We
2: spoke about this the other day also, didn't we? And Badge made a good point where he said, it comes down to whether it's an essential or a royalty. And a lot of people in, in a lot of households, those real hardcore fans that save up every year just to buy their membership, yep. it's a real royalty. And so maybe it may not be an essential in this current times, and and having that but money back in their pocket is is essential no, to them.
0: We put a line. We put a line through a number of things in our family budget just the other night because of the current situation. Well, I bought your
2: coffee this morning. Is that an essential? Is that only when someone else is buying it?
0: Absolutely. You okay. know, I'm very good at you know dodging mm. shouting. You understand that, yeah, exactly. don't you? All right, quickly. I want to discuss this. Uh, some of the ideas that were raised in the NRL around the NRL this week. Uh, to help with extra revenue. I want to run these past you, badge. uh, Sats, sorry, and a few of these are really interesting. Um, One of them that was thrown up, three-game grand final series, Sats. Um, Fan or not?
2: Well, as a fan, I love it. What about you?
0: Uh, Yeah, I like it, but I, I understand your argument during the week was that if you're a player, pretty hard on the body.
2: I love it as a fan. I don't like it as a player because we're not used to the system, and I can only go back to my own... The own, my own situation where I was fortunate enough to play in a grand final, I was fortunate enough to win it, and I knew, I knew that if we had to play them a second week, that great Roosters side that we beat in the grand final, we wouldn't have beaten them a second time.
0: What if we have to come back and we, say we've got to play Cram a couple of games a weekend and mm-hmm. we played shorter halves. Let's so say we played 35-minute halves or 30-minute halves. Mm-hmm. Would we be able to do it? Grand Remember finals? any yeah, All games. Including the grand final, would you be able to do it then?
2: What, three grand finals? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Oh, I mean, you could, but it becomes really selective because if you win the first game, you all of a sudden say, I don't want to play game two. We've mm-hmm. already won the grand okay. final because that's part of our landscape. So, and look,
0: it's only a good revenue generator too if crowds are allowed as well because yeah, you sell it off to states. Mm. Uh, five state of origins. <laughs> no, nah, no way. Too hard on the body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll get three away. Playoff for last place? No, it
2: should be playoff to avoid last place. So what they're trying to say is (laughs) if two teams or three teams finish off on the same amount of points, that you'll play off to avoid last place, the wooden spoon. But that's what we've got four and against for. That's why you finish first, second, third or fourth if you all finish up on the same points. It should be no difference for 14th, 15th, 16th. If you're 16th on four and against, you win the wooden spoon. I don't know. I, I don't know because, but I, I like the idea of I it. I hate the idea. I like the idea of it, but yeah, not no, realistic. I hate the idea. You this like not, the last one, don't this you? This
0: one's a good one because you and I are both NFL fans. Wild card for seventh and eight spots. I love this. Four teams play off for seventh and eight. So seven,
2: eight, nine, ten.
0: Yep. yep. Play off for the last two spots. So there's a top six effectively. Yep. I like this because if your car, if your if your team's not playing, you barrack for the wild cards in You're the right. final series because mm. you want the underdog to win.
2: Do you know also? Jace, you get some teams that are really marred by injury Early midway in the through season, the year, yeah, 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 and all absolutely. of a sudden they come, like the Bulldogs last year, they, and origin. they come flying home and they win their last four or six games, yeah. and all of a sudden they sit in ninth, tenth position. If you're a West Tigers fan, you'd love it. You'd be absolutely. voting for this every, every year, extra game. but I love this idea, I and I genuinely think that this will become a reality. And your top six are guaranteed a finals position. You got to fight for those last two. I love the idea,
0: and it gives you an extra week of finals. Yeah, you know I think it's mm. a good idea as well. All right, there are our hot topics today. Amazing new mobile SIM deals available from Southern Phone, and great to have you on off the bench. Uh, we'll be back shortly. We'll catch up with Larnis uh, Larnis Mabushane, Marnus Mabushane, <laughs> <Manus> L- <laughs> on off the bench.
1: You're listening to Off The Bench for the best cat equipment, parts and service, Hastings Steering, your advantage. We're back. This is Off The Bench for Bob Jane T-Mars, tyre and wheel specialists, and for the best cat equipment, parts and service, Hastings Steering, your advantage.
0: Yeah, great to have our sponsors on the show. You've got Sats and Jace here with Off The Bench. It is time to get into this.
1: Who gets a mention in our Off The Bench Performance of the Week?
0: Got a couple of good ones for you this week. Uh, Sats, I love yours. Absolutely love your performance of the week from Kevin Campion.
2: Yeah, former teammate uh, Kevin Campion. Uh, started playing with him at the Gold Coast um, as youngsters, both he and Jamie Goddard. And we got him on to talk about... His career, where he is now, and his very funny story about in isolation. If he had to pick between Alfie Langer and former Warriors and and Balmain uh, halfback and hooker Nathan Wood, who wouldn't you like to be stuck in isolation with?
3: <laughs> That's an easy one, Nathan Wood. Yeah, idiots, <laughs> Pest, mate. <laughs>
2: Mate, I'm not sure. Of him, but he, he scared the living daylights out of me over in New Zealand. He broke into my
0: house and um,
2: he was he was laughing that much at me. Because yeah? I, I, I nearly started crying when he actually got me. But he was laughing that much. He wet himself.
0: That's, <laughs> <the> hell, that's- <laughs> That's a great story. Oh, Absolutely funny. great story. Uh, and my performance of the week is Joel Thompson asking players to settle down, in particular with uh, Joey Lua during the week. I thought that was uh, really good as well, and well played by Joel Thompson. And also, uh, I think Clint Newton's performance um, uh, with reaching an agreement with the NRL Radio. He's a batting genius. He's he, he's like a clone of Steve Smith, isn't he? He's a run scoring machine for the Australian cricket team. Marnus Labuschagne joined us during the week. Great to have you, Marnus. Welcome, guys. Nice to be on. Mate, can you believe how much your life has changed in the last year?
3: No, it's pretty unbelievable. Um, you know how everything sort of unfolded. I don't think you don't think you could have scripted it. Um, you know the, the the way it sort of turned out. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, you know, obviously we're in a bit of an unforeseen time at the minute and uh, not too much cricket at the moment.
2: Now, talking about cricket at the moment, the tour to Bangladesh in June, has there been any word on whether that's still going ahead, Manus?
3: Um, Not sure. That's a that's a, that's a very good question. Um, but, I'm, yeah, I'm sure of. Um, I don't really have... Um, the inside scoop there for you, unfortunately. Um, there's not really been too much update on it. Um, hopefully, it all goes ahead and um, we can get to the other end of this thing uh, very soon. But yeah, at the minute, um, it doesn't look it, it doesn't look promising.
5: Yeah, I guess in one way, Marnus, it feels for cricket generally that you've dodged a bit of a bullet as far as timing goes, because uh, you know this this virus has really smashed the footy codes at the wrong time of year, but uh, most of your cricket out of the way, so you wouldn't feel too bad about that, would you?
3: I mean, yeah, there's definitely a sense of relief that it didn't really affect... um, Well, sorry, that it hasn't affected, um, you know, cricket as much, but it's still very disappointing, you know. You look at the other codes and the other sports and to see all them being affected by by this, um, you know, is very disappointing and, you know... You know, your sort of heart goes out to, to the players and, and everyone in the organisation, and, and even the public. Um, for, you know, there's no sport on TV at the moment, so um, Netflix is getting an absolute
5: mashing. <laughs> thought. Yeah. Hey, um. As is the uh, the, the Test doco. Uh, have you watched it? Have you have you yeah. seen it? Is it a fair indication of what what actually went on on uh, on tour and through that whole tumultuous time?
3: Um, yeah definitely there is I, I haven't seen um I haven't seen all of it um but I've seen uh, yeah I've seen the majority of it and it's um yeah it's great it's a, you know they did a fabulous job amazon um, to put that together and the way they've sort of um really painted a picture of of, of the Australian dressing room. um yeah it's been it's been awesome
2: was it difficult, Marnus, having the cameras in and around the playing group and in your face, in those real, those social times that, that fans don't really get to see behind the scenes? Was it quite strange having the camera crews around you at every given time?
3: Um, look, I mean, um, we only had one cameraman film for us, uh, Doc, is what his nickname, to us. And he was great, You know, he built a relationship with us and He was sort of more behind the background and, you know, he wasn't really in your face as much. But, yeah, he was brilliant. And I think he really made that transition um, with the players to actually get the footage that we were able to get.
2: Tim Payne, very impressive, I thought, on the documentary uh, as a skipper, uh, on and off the field. As a player, what do you feel is his greatest asset, seeing that you play alongside him each and every day?
3: Oh, I mean, there's no doubt that Tim's, you know, one of Tim's gross assets is his ability to bring the team together, um, his communication to, to his team, but also to the public and to the fans and to the media it is very good. So, you know, there's a really good message, a consistent message that gets put out there, which is um, which is really nice to have.
5: Yeah. Hey, Amanis, um, it seems like a long time ago, less than a month ago, you were back in um, in South Africa and uh scoring that one day ton in um i'll probably get this wrong potcher's which is near where <laughs> you were born Did how'd i go with that actually was it close
3: yeah not bad good effort, yeah, good thank effort.
5: You. <laughs> how, how um, did that feel with your, your family and uh and friends around
3: oh look it was an amazing it's an amazing moment you know to go back there uh, and play in front of my family and friends and they that you know, I was lucky enough that they did come from, you know, all ends of South Africa to come and, to come and support and watch. Um, and yeah, it was a really nice moment. I mean, it, it, like I said to you before, it's so hard. You, you kind of scripted it, you know, to get, um, you know, my first hundred in front of my, my, my family at home at the Gabba and then to go back to the place I was born and to get my first one day hundred there. Um, you know, it, it was really special and, um, you know, the way things have worked out, you know, is, is yeah, it's truly um, very hard to explain.
5: Yeah, I know most people know that you moved here when you were around 10 years old. Is there still a, a part of you has your heart in, in South Africa? Um, look, no,
3: you know, I've moved over when I was young and, and I think when I was younger, you know, there's always a soft spot for South Africa. I don't think that, that that's, there's no doubt about that. But in terms of you know, I'm Australian through and through, and I, you know, I, I love playing for Australia as hopefully it looks like and it's seen um, by the public. But it's, you know, it's truly a privilege to wear that baggy green, and it's, um, mm. yeah, it's, it's just, you know, it, it it was a really nice moment to to go over there and and play in front of, um, you know, my family and friends that you know don't obviously get the opportunity to see me play much, and 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 haven't seen me for at least three or four years.
2: You still got a man crush on Steve Smith. Oh mate, we said not
0: to go.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh look, yeah, I was, I was on the, I was Facetime with Steve actually uh, this morning. <laughs>
0: oh, um,
3: <laughs> taking him taking him through a coffee tutorial. Um, so uh, just getting his coffee machine and his new beans set up. Um, so yeah, no, we're 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 staying in touch. So we're. Um, <laughs> You know, I think we are both playing a bit of tennis where we can here and
2: there.
0: Um, but oh, yeah, it. Man, you didn't have to answer that. It's mate, great, but, man. Love, I love it. But this is reminding me of the romance on the on the on the tour between who were the two players that had the coffee get together every day in the hotel rooms. Uh, Zamper and Soinus. Yeah, yeah. You're getting worse than them, mate. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on, come on. Hey, Marnus, we're going to let you go, mate. Uh, We really appreciate your time on Sports Day today. Put your feet up for a while, mate, and hopefully we'll get to see you playing the Poms in some one days and T20s in the middle of the year. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. It's a pleasure,
3: and likewise, hope so. Hope we get out there very, very
1: soon. You're listening to Off The Bench. For the best cat equipment, parts and service, Hastings Tearing, your advantage. We're back. This is Off The Bench, and for the best cat equipment, parts and service, Hastings Steering, your advantage.
0: Yeah, welcome back to Off The Bench with Sats and Jace. Before we go, time to do this.
1: Before we go, on Off The Bench, what's got us excited across the weekend of sport?
0: Yeah, well, not so much sport because there's not much going on now unless you're into Russian ping pong and uh You're fed into that, aren't you? Mate, it's absolutely, it's one of the only sports being broadcast around the world at the moment. Wow. It's, uh, they're not bad at it either. It's because they bought oh, a China, It's mate. frantic. It's because they bought a China. So there's a lot of Chinese people playing Russian ping yeah. pong. All righty, mate. What's, what are you excited about and what now, are you looking forward you to You put weekend? me onto
2: this. I'm looking forward on the weekend, because we can't really do anything, to binging all or Nothing on Amazon Prime. I got Amazon Prime to watch the test documentary. Then you put me onto this All or Nothing. Some of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Have you watched seen. the All Blacks? Did you I'm on the All, all Blacks? Blacks now. I'm on about the fourth episode and there are so many more to watch. So I'm binging yeah, all weekend.
0: Considering it's the All Blacks too, it's not bad. Mm. It's not bad at all. Mate, I'm not sure if this is legal or illegal. But I've arranged a bingo ring to uh, to 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 play on Saturday night via Zoom, the app where you can have multiple people on this app. Now, again, if it's illegal, then I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, but what we do is we get everyone to download their bingo cards, yep. uh, grab a drink, pay one dollar game entry fee per per game, mm. and uh, eyes down at seven o'clock Saturday night, mate. I like it. And it's uh, it's good. Kids can play, adults can play. And who's the who's the sheriff? Are you the sheriff? What do you reckon, mate? Yeah, I love it when certain numbers come out. It's good. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's it may not be appropriate. Depends what uh, time. Like the kids can play for the first hour, then they can bugger off. Exactly. So yeah. We may even do naked bingo. Who knows what's <laughs> going to happen? Hey, listen, have yourself a great weekend. Stay safe if you can. Stay indoors whilst we knock this coronavirus on the head. This has been Off the Bench for the best cat equipment, parts and service. It's got to be Hastings Deering, your advantage. Sats, it's been a pleasure, mate. See put, ya. put your feet up, enjoy those shows, and have a great weekend, everybody. We'll catch you next week. See you later.